As summer approaches, we see more and more people basking in green spaces, especially on sunny days. Maybe you're one of them. But one of our listeners wondered about public green spaces and whether chemicals that manage pests and invasive plants pose a threat to people. She asked WUWM environmental reporter Susan Bentz to investigate as part of our Beats Me series. Susan's story begins at Milwaukee County's Juno Park, just north of downtown. Juno Park's 15 acres hug the bluff above Lake Michigan. The park features two imposing statues and a lush canopy of trees. Its friends group planted and cares for a small but profuse pollinator garden. I asked John Canavan how often Milwaukee County Parks crews apply pesticides or herbicides here. We really don't treat anything. Canavan points to Juno's Sea of Dandelions as Exhibit A. The only um, pesticide they'd be using is a little bit of Roundup um, in the weed beds and um, around a few of the light poles, stuff like that. As far as like a broadcast herbicide, fertilizer, um, we don't use them in open spaces like this. And if you're a dog park person, Canavan says not to worry. I know people are sensitive to their dogs and I understand, so we just, we just, we just kind of let it be. Canavan says the park system has tamped down chemical applications in recent years. He says there's more than one reason. The first, they're expensive. You know, as budgets tighten, we've just used less and less. And then, you know, now people are thinking about the green spaces. Um, you know, honeybees do love clover and they love dandelions. Um, it's a great food source for them. So we just, we don't treat those areas anymore. Canavan adds when park workers do targeted pesticide applications, those areas are properly marked. What we do is if we do treat an area, you'll see the flags up saying 24-hour notice um, following the law of Wisconsin. Canavan says you're most likely to see those flags in Milwaukee County Park's natural areas, in parks such as Falk and Bender. They're managed by Brian Russert. 2017, we used 15 gallons herbicide to manage 10,000 acres. So it's very laser-specific. Over his 10-plus-year tenure, Russert says his team has built a comprehensive management program. We have an internal uh, reference guide for each invasive species we manage. Uh, we've done the, the research, uh, looking at what are the most effective chemicals for them, what are the amounts to be used for active ingredient, and we also uh, look at the phenology, because these invasive species are vulnerable at a certain time of year, and your treatments are most effective. Russert says the plan is paying off. We're doing inventories of our plant species, invasive and our rare natives, and our wildlife to see how those populations change over time. But I've definitely seen those areas that were filled with aggressive invasive species 11 years ago. The woodlands are coming back to life. The spring ephemerals are showing up again. The, the migratory birds and the species using these sites have, has, is increasing. So it's showing a very positive trend in areas that we are managing. Russert says pesticides and herbicides help protect wildlife habitat by keeping invasive species at bay. Yet he says he continues to learn, including from mistakes. About two and a half years ago, his team applied an herbicide to drive down invasives on a two-acre area within Ware Nature Center in Franklin. 300 trees unexpectedly died. So uh, Ware Nature Center, uh, you know, unfortunate situation there, and we're working to mitigate that. We've changed you know, where we use the herbicide just to be safe. Russert says the tree loss did have an unexpected silver lining. A native plant called small-flowered leafcup popped up, and the federally endangered rusty-patched bumblebee is appearing on the park's landscape. UW Extension weed scientist Mark Renz thinks it's important for residents to realize that every management choice Milwaukee County or any park system makes comes with pluses and minuses. How do we manage them appropriately that's acceptable to the community? So 
do we use herbicides or do we not use herbicides? Do we get heavy equipment in? Do we not? Do we burn? I mean, there's positive and negative aspects with all of those. Ren says he's looking for ways to better educate the public to the importance of strategically controlling invasive plants, not only for people's enjoyment of green space, but also the greater health of the ecosystems we share. Our Beats Me listener isn't the only person worried about the use of pesticides and herbicides. UW-Madison plant pathologist Paul Koch says he understands the concerns. He says while products are rigorously tested for safety for years before going to market, people and their pets should still stay away from freshly applied chemicals. And that's why you have to keep those, those little signs up and keep, you know, you try and keep people off of those treated areas for one to two days after the treatment so it can dry in the plant, absorb into the plant. Koch says when properly applied, that includes not before a significant rainstorm or when temperatures soar into the 90s. The pesticides are designed to break down in a relatively short amount of time. Susan Bentz, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR.